0: I'm not even in the studio for 10 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And brother El Jefe, Ron Phillips, is already yelling at the meatball. But uh, heard that's, it. Yeah, yeah, you heard it. We should have
1: recorded it. I could have made a spoof yeah. out of that. But, uh, hey, folks, he welcome. He yells at you a lot. All man. the I'll time. Yeah. Does he yell at you like that when we're not doing shows? Yeah.
0: Like he forced I'm me to get on a himself. motorcycle the other day. yelled at me to get on what?
1: What? So he's just grouchy. That... El Jefe. What's up? Dude? Nah, I didn't force you to get on that bike, brother. He no, wanted yeah. to. <laughs> he's already been talking to the finance department at Harley yeah. Davis. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, That's right. what we're hearing. That's right. going to hey, end up
0: with a Harley. Hey, by the way, um, Don, Donna, Mr. Phillips, um, and myself, I, I just want to tell you, this is to, to me and all of us here um, in the studios, this, this show is probably... Uh, a pivotal it's, it's very important to us personally and it's very important to many people around the country and we are honored and glad that each and every one of you are here for this program because it you've been hearing us talk about it for a long time you hear what's coming up here on Memorial Day weekend and um, there's so much going on to a community that seems to go unheard sometimes and we want to make sure that their voices are never silent that's why it's super important that uh, all of us are here for this program tonight and we welcome all of you and thank you all so much for being here Don and Donna Fiducia, how you doing what? Hey,
2: we doing our the, rock. There's a reason why we're all wearing red, white, and blue type and patriotic black. outfits. And <laughs> Rocky's black. wearing yeah, black. Yeah, but it's nine lines, so oh, that's good.
1: Baby with gas face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have heard us talk the entire month of Memorial May about Carry the Load. Yep. You know how close this organization is to all of us and what it means. We've been playing their spots the entire month and it's taken us 21 days to be able to rope this guy in ron bring in matt Fryman. matt freiman ladies and gentlemen is with carry the load he's been my contact for years now this is the guy that i deal with six eight months before the uh the relay start at the beginning of may and it's just it's an honor to be able to work with this organization but quite frankly it's as it's as big of an honor for me to be able to call matt Fryman my buddy mm-hmm. and uh He and I work behind the scenes putting this whole thing together. I have a very small part to play. All I got to do is make sure buses run. By the way, Matt, we're going to talk about that mountain bus and what those boys were in today Uh uh, for the relay. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Matt Freiman with Carry the Load. We encourage you guys to go to carrytheload.org, give money. That's, that's what the big thing about this is. If you can't participate in the relays and be a part of it in person, whether it's out on the road on one of the four relays or in Dallas at Revachon Park during the Memorial Day weekend, find a way to help. Send some money to them. Now, here's the beauty, and Matt's going to be able to describe this in a lot more detail than I am. There are a lot of great organizations and 501c3 organizations out there that do great things for veterans, law enforcement, first responders, families of all of those, families of the fallen. Um, But I can tell you this, and, and unless this has changed, Matt, and you're gonna have to correct me if it has, nobody gives back more and a greater percentage of what they bring in to the actual people that need these funds than carry the load. They have figured out a way to squelch that operating cost, including tightening the screws down on guys like me for buses, they have figured out a way to get these numbers down to where their operating budget is a fraction of what some of the ones that I'm not going to name them that you see on TV trying to do this same thing. So, Matt Fryman, welcome to the show, my brother.
3: Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Look look at that beautiful bus behind you, Matt. Man, that's just awesome. All right, you're in in Laverne, Tennessee, right?
3: Yeah, you go. Yeah. We're in Laverne, Tennessee.
1: Now, I remember the first year that we did Carry the Load. That's where I got my swag. Everybody brought me back merchandise shirts, the cool stuff that we all like from Laverne, Tennessee. And it's because, uh, and and this is not the only great location you guys go to. All of them are great. But you got all kinds of really cool stuff coming out of that city. Uh, and, and why don't you share with the folks some of the things that kind of make this, this uh, stop in Laverne, Tennessee, really cool?
3: Yeah, so Laverne, Tennessee is just a, you know, small city on the outskirts of Nashville. Uh, and it's been one of the, you know, kind of fabrics of our relay. So we had a little event here, um, you know, that was actually, you know, before the event happened today, we were able to walk in. Had about a four mile walk, was escorted the entire way by the police department, the fire department, they even had some um, mounted out here with us. Um, And it was just, you know, so cool to see the community come together and just walk with us. And one of the really cool things about this event in particular is that it's just a small community. There's, you know, not a big, big city here. It's just, you know, the, the salt of the earth Americans that want to come out and do their part and uh you know show their honor and you know show their appreciation for all of our americans that are out there sacrificing our military and first responders
1: i remember a few years ago maybe eight or nine years ago now that uh the the cool thing one of the cool things about laverne was that they brought in those mounted cops and they're still doing that huh
3: yep still doing it um the chief of police had been here for the last i don't know how many years he finally retired um, but yeah, it's just been one of those things that no matter what else has happened, like we know we're going to be coming through and we know we're going to be supported. So it's just a really cool uh, opportunity in that sense, for sure.
1: Ex- explain to everybody, Matt. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard start up behind Matt was one of our buses. So clearly we've got Connor or Hans that have fired that bus up not knowing that Matt was eight feet away doing an interview. so I it
2: was the fire truck. I actually thought but it, it may was have the been. fire truck.
1: It may have been.
2: Look at, the, look at the ladder truck. How cool is that? That's yeah. actually a
1: great picture.
2: Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, it's an it's... awesome picture. Wow, that's so, just cool. Yeah, I,
3: I, I tried getting away from the bus as soon as I heard it crank up, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw you move. <laughs> um, explain to the listeners, because we've been talking about it all month, but explain to the listeners um, what you do especially when you start contacting me and even before me to plan something and before you do that give them a thumbnail sketch of kind of the magnitude of what happens starting at the beginning of may and culminating down at Revisham park and all the different moving parts of the carry the load relay
3: yeah i mean there's a lot that goes into it so we have four different routes um and there you see the bus pulling away from me um we have four <laughs> if different if they routes leave
1: you off, will hans <laughs>
3: <laughs> they'll come back. For me he leaving? I, I think <laughs> our team's going to grab some showers. So after a nice hot day in Tennessee, um, but we still got the fire truck here with us. So, um, anyways, so we have four different routes. Uh, we cover 42 different States, uh, this year. So, um, obviously it doesn't just come together at a drop of a hat. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, men and women that are doing hard work, both on the carry load team, but also just these communities. Um, I have to reach out to, you know, hundreds of different communities and, um, that's a bunch of fire departments, police departments that come out and support us. Uh, so between all four routes, there's probably close to, probably like 600 different exchange points. So the way that our relay works for anybody that it doesn't know is we essentially walk and we have a few cycling segments that go from point A to point B, B to C, C to D, all the way to Dallas, Texas. Um, so all of our routes start at different times, just depending on where they're at and the length of them. And then they conclude in Dallas, Texas on Memorial Day weekend. So all in total, we cover 15,500 miles in just 32 short days. Um, wow. So it's, you know, it's grown every year, not only in just the sheer, sheer scope of the mileage that we cover, but in terms of the participation, the support that we get, um, you know, this year has been a little different in terms of participation, just because, you know, uh, people I don't think have been as willing to come out and support just because of COVID in the world. But although participation has been down, those that have come out, it's been so meaningful. And I think it's been one of the most meaningful years because people need something like this. They need something positive. They need something to be able to come to together to just do a wholesome, positive event to say thank you to the men and women that make sacrifices day in and day out.
0: You know, Matt, the reason why it's so important for Matt, uh, I mean, for Don and Don and Ron and myself to continue supporting this amazing uh, work that you guys do at Carry the Load is uh, you know, throughout the year, we work and we talk with and we interview a lot of veterans throughout the country. And it seems like a lot of people that aren't in as invested as we are, um, or our small community, you go outside that matrix or you go outside that realm of society, and it, it seems like a lot of people they just don't ever think about that, right. And it, it, it personally, I'm just speaking personal, but it, it bothers me a little bit because there's men and women fighting major battles every day, whether it be PTSD or whether it be a, a, a physical um, a loss of limbs or whatever it may be, um, that just are kind of over there. And these are the people that have given us the greatest country in the world. And and I just, it, I wish more and more Americans, especially the day and age that we live in, would recognize the amazing efforts put in by. All men and women in uniform, and that's including our firefighters and police officers.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for us, our event's so organic that it just takes time. You know, with one of the cool things, um, and I'll give you guys a shout out. So I was actually up in Minot, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana these last few days as we kicked off our Mountain States route. Um, and we had somebody come out at uh, the Black Hills National Cemetery in South Dakota, and she had heard about us from you guys. And so she's like i wanted to come out and see what you guys were doing and we were able to walk and talk with her and her grandson just within you know the hallowed ground of a national cemetery and it was so cool just to be able to walk and chat with her for an hour or two hours whatever it is and so what we're able to do is just see that grow year in and year out and you know our goal is just continue that organic growth and just try to touch americans and um you know try to push this thing out as far as we can so that Um, You know, it's not just carried load celebrating the sacrifices that are made every day. It's all Americans.
0: And I want to make sure I give uh, Leanne Meyer. Leanne Meyer is the uh, woman that you guys chatted with there In, in South Dakota, you said there, right, Matt? Yep. So I want to give Leanne and and her all of her friends and family uh, a huge shout out right here on the program. Um, hey, thank Leanne. you. Yeah, I mean this yes, this is Absolutely. that means everything to the. I mean, I literally got chills right now. But that means everything to us that people are listening, and it means that much for them to step out of their world and and go out and create the impact that that uh, you did. So Leanne, thank you so much for doing that. Go ahead, Don.
1: Well, I I figured that what I should do here, given the fact that I'm with Star Coaches and the the backdrop just, took just off. drove off. Tell you what, Matt, I'm gonna call Connor. Let's see if I can call him and get him on here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether he or Hans is driving. Well, he better not. We're curse. gonna
2: find we out. Better tell him that he's on the radio, television.
3: Look, they have. They actually haven't left yet. They're on their way out.
2: Oh, I see it behind right. you there. So there con-
1: it is. So, Connor. Yes. Hey, it's Don. Yeah, you're on the air right now and we noticed that you've just <laughs> driven the backdrop for Matt away come from back. the show. We're in the middle of the show and what do you guys do? You drive the damn backdrop away. Don't you see what's, what's what's go what's going on here? Well, I'm getting the police escort over here to take a shower. Well, oh. how oh, soon how soon, can, how soon can we get Matt? Can they come pick Matt up while he's doing a show with us and take him over there too? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to try to get Matt over there with you so we can have our backdrop back. Thanks a million there, Connor. All right, buddy. I mean, the, the ladder truck is pretty cool, but it we wanted cool. to the ladder truck at. is cool. Now, let me ask you this, Matt. Are You, you know, I know you're well connected around there. Are <laughs> you able to get into a squad car and follow that bus while you're on the show with us? Is that possible?
3: Uh, I may be able to. We got one of our support vehicles here if you need me to.
1: Hey, what the no hell? Man. They're going to get showers, out. But... Let's let's really push the envelope here and do all kinds of. Can weird you have them, hey, Can you have them turn <laughs> the sirens on too? What? <laughs> I just want to see them, Chris, Connor, and Hans.
3: <laughs> like, so I, I don't do know them. how far the bus is going to get showers, but hey, we can do it in the car.
1: Hey, so let me ask you this: um, while you're walking over here, and and we're kind of ad libbing here for this show, Grant and gang, that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. Explain to the listeners, and I don't want to throw names of, of any other organizations because there's a bunch of great ones out there, but what is it that you guys do that is so different for you to be able to give back more of what you bring in than a lot of, a lot of the other organizations like yours?
3: Well, we have such a small staff, um, so I'm getting in our support vehicle here with our uh, really manager, David Lindsay. Um, hey, David. We're going to go, track, we're gonna hey, go track down the bus is what we're going to do. Um, but, but <laughs> yeah,
2: Hammer so down, Dave. Whole... <laughs> let
3: me, let me get my seatbelt on here. Just so, so get a uh, yeah, since you're on the,
1: on the show here. <laughs> the
2: police will you give gotta... you a ticket for not having a seatbelt on.
3: Uh, the police yeah, we escort. <laughs> so we have a, a very small staff on care Loat, So there's only about five of us that are full time. We have a few other part-timers. Um, so we work really hard to, you know, obviously keep our costs down. Um, one of the cool things about Carried to Load is that 100% of the funds raised during Memorial May, so that includes the National Relay, the Dallas event, um, 100% of those funds goes to our nonprofit partners. So we have uh, about 50 nonprofit partners total, but only 10 of those are beneficiaries. Um, and so all the funds that are raised from peer to peer, so if you know you donate $10, you know that, that those funds are going to our nonprofit partners that are doing work in you know, veteran suicide. Um, you know, children of the fallen, and so forth. So, and then look here, we got we got Hans right here now.
1: Hey, Hans. Hey, Hans, we're on
3: Hey, hey, Hans, Hans. With Don.
1: Oh, hey, hey, Hans yeah. do me a favor. Give me a cannon shot. Tell him to give us a cannon shot with his arms. He hey. <laughs> a
3: cannon shot. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: more like a tat shot, I think. All right, Hans. so Hans
1: is now getting in the back, ladies and gentlemen. This is yeah. Hans. He's one of our great rock and roll drivers. Who is going out on this tour? He and Connor have been out there, and uh, Connor's been on a radio show before talking about something. What was he talking about? Boston. Yeah. And uh, how you, you doing, start? Hansie? Anyhow, <laughs>
3: how, he said, "How you doing, Hans?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, what are some of the organizations that, in your opinion, are really contributing? to this relay because you've got some corporate sponsors out there and I think it's important that our people know who they are because in the day when most of us aren't drinking things like coke products or maybe flying on delta airlines I hope you, Delta's not sponsoring you by the way <laughs> um who are some of the organizations the corporate the money corporate that's coming from corporate that's going to this to help make this happen so that all of our listeners and viewers can go out and uh, reward those corporate sponsors?
3: Yeah, one of our biggest uh, corporate sponsors is JP Morgan Chase, AT&T and FirstNet. So FirstNet is the uh, first responder kind of branch, I would say of AT&T. They're two of our biggest ones. Um, Again, we have so many fantastic ones. Those are both kind of national sponsors. We have uh, a lot of Dallas based sponsors. So WFA, uh, the news station is a big one. Um, they and they're just great. So another one that kind of people may have seen is uh, Pepsi Frito. So they have actually put the Carello logo on. I think it's I don't know how many million Frito bags. But if you go to your local Walmart grocery store, or whatever, you can pick up a, a bag of Fritos and it will have the Care Lode, carry the load logo on there, and um, that goes to support us. So there's so many awesome. fantastic organizations yeah, that there
1: are you sponsored go, us. And it's not Coke. It's, it's not Coke, Coke. So there you go. It's not Coke We're doing <laughs> it. So think about Pepsi and Frito-Lay. I know we like Frito-Lay. Yeah, there. I do. Oh, yeah.
2: I actually like Pepsi. So, um, you know, Matt, one thing though that a lot of people don't realize is how much this has grown. Because when I first met Don, you had one bus and it was coming out of West Point. And of course, I know that area pretty well coming down through New York and everything. But I think you had four buses on the most part this time around. Can yep. you just talk about the various routes?
3: Yeah. So when it first, the so Carrier load began in 2011. And then the first year of the relay was 2012. So you're exactly right. At that point, we had one route. It was our East Coast route that started from West Point, New York, and ended up in Dallas, Texas. Um, in 2016, we were able to add a West Coast route. 2019, we were able to add a... Um, Midwest routes. And then uh, 2020 was supposed to be the first year of our Mountain States route in person, but we were able to uh, transition that to a uh, virtual capacity. And so this was the first, you know, in-person year of that Mountain States route. But it's just really cool to be able to see that grow. So I think the East Coast covers something like 13 states. um, And the West Coast isn't like, you know, statewide, but that's because we go through California and Texas. I think we spend 13 days in Texas on our West Coast route. Um, So it's just, you know, we're getting to the point to where it doesn't really matter where you live, we're coming through or we're coming near. And I think that's the coolest thing for me is that we're going to be having the opportunity to be able to reach so many Americans and, you know, provide that opportunity for them to come out and do something to, you know, show their appreciation, their support.
1: Mm. Ron, I just sent you a picture that the two drivers, Sean and Harold that are on this mountain leg of the tour sent me today. And i had matt i've never seen a picture like this come to me from the carry the load tour now you got to remember ladies and gentlemen this takes place in may every year and these guys are out walking sweating themselves to death usually in shorts and t-shirts and uh i get a photo today ron i don't know if you're able to get usually, that up it's and, the key when, you can, when, when i, when I you get can. it yeah i haven't received it so when i get it i'll I sent it to uh, Ron P. By the way. Anyhow, okay. We'll explain what you're when talking. We should, about. I, I am going to. Now, I don't want to explain it because that's going to throw it <laughs> away. But I can tell you this: they picked up in Minot, North Dakota. Now that's almost like where Santa Claus lives, if I'm not mistaken. And then they made their way over to Missoula, Montana. Mm. And well, but, I let up, me
3: mention it was it was 88 in Minot, North Dakota, which makes this even really, more bizarre. Was it when we really? when we started? Like it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. That's not that's not Minot right there. That's Missoula. Oh, okay. no.
2: So like, I'm sneaking a peek at what he's got on his phone. So here.
1: so Sean calls me up and says, "Man, I didn't dress for 27 degree weather oh. for this tour. I didn't even bring anything with me for that." And Harold Harold's from Southern California. Sean's from Birmingham, Alabama. These guys don't even know what snow is. And the point is, ladies and gentlemen, on May 21st in Missoula, Montana, they're in 27-degree weather with snow, and wow. they're walking relays. <laughs> These are not snowmobile relays. These are not put-on Carhartts relays. These are walking relays. Now, I'm sure they got some vests or some jackets on, but if uh, if Hans was out there, he'd be walking around in shorts. Yeah. But um
2: and Danny too.
1: Yeah. I heard and also uh let's see, the Midwest tour that's taking place with Joe Kraft and Trevor White. They were in some pretty chilly weather too cuz they uh they were up there in the Minneapolis area starting things off. That's your neck of the way. That's that's the one Rocky was part of. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ron says he hasn't gotten it yet.
1: All right, Ron, I'm going to send it to your uh your phone. Okay?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. it was it was was interesting to see
3: that yeah really because like you said don we're used to seeing sunshine like we're used to sweating (laughs) and then when you turn into you know there's some snow it's like oh hopefully it's not too much snow
0: (laughs) wow that's
1: now the uh that mountain leg of this ladies and gentlemen that's the that's the new tour leg of this of this tour as as donna alluded to earlier it started off with the the east coast and then we added the west coast and then a couple of years later we bring in the the midwest tour and we ran three tours for quite a while and then all of a sudden in uh in 2020 we were supposed to do this mountain leg and COVID got in the way of that and uh so this is the first chance that we've been able to do to hit some of those states and go go through these mountains and some of these colder places now are you able to Kind of tip your hand here of where maybe a fifth leg to this thing might be someday, Matt. Hawaii. And you start we, swimming.
3: We, we have goals to. Uh, <laughs> I, I I've been I've been um, politicking for me to go test out the Hawaii route. It hasn't been received <laughs> so well yet. Um, but I'm, I'm really trying to push that. We get we got a few of our guys. Um, but yeah, so our goal um in the sometime near future is to try to get to all Sorry, I know I'm breaking up a little bit no, here. No, no, you're
0: back. You're back. Now we got about a minute and 45 seconds left. And, you know, I've been having this thought, Matt, during this first segment. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, maybe something to consider for next year is that maybe the Situation Room is on one of those buses uh, for the entire uh, trip and do interviews with uh, people walking and the people on the bus. I mean, just push it as much as we can. I'm just saying it's just a thought. It just came into my head. I'm, you know, I mean you know
3: now now do you want to go out on the hawaii one too
1: rocky Is that what
0: i would really actually are? i would like to go there with you we can investigate it see I'll if we can find a good route into southern california but uh yeah i would definitely go do some scouting for your brother i mean i'll leave tomorrow <laughs> i'm just saying
2: tomorrow. about how many <laughs> just real quick about how many miles are you doing a day on average with these buses uh
3: yeah the, depending on the route so sometimes we cover as little as 60 miles but again that's you know 12 five mile walking segments and then sometimes like on a mountain state route we'll cover a couple hundred miles because we're walking and then having to ride to the next city. Damn. All right.
2: You know hey. a
0: wagon train. Hang with us, Matt. Yep. Yep. Hey hang with, us. with us. Uh hey folks this don't forget model prepare, model. With the prepare with the situation preparewiththesituation.com $50 off a 4 week supply of emergency food. Now is more important than ever to have emergency food. $50 off your first order. For four weeks food supply prepare with the situation.com ladies and gentlemen we have brother matt freiman on the program carry the carry the get over there donate support show up do your part ladies and gentlemen don newen donna fiducia rocky stucci the situation room ladies and gentlemen do not go anywhere we will be right back stand by That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six piece towel set, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code.
2: For the best night's sleep in the whole
3: wide world is mypillow.com
2: The flag is my father.
3: The flag is my father.
2: The flag is my father.
3: The flag is my father. The flag is my dad. The flag is my mother. The flag is my brother. The flag is my teacher. The flag is my coach. The flag is my scoutmaster.
2: The flag is my principal. The flag is our police officers. The flag is our soldiers.
1: The flag is our sailors.
3: The flag is our airmen. The flag is our Marines. The flag is my community. The flag is my friend. The flag is me. The flag is me. The flag is you. The flag is you.
1: The flag is us.
2: I carry the flag.
0: org folks carry the load.org. get on over there get to the website get to the event get to dallas on memorial weekend it is the uh the spot that you want to be but welcome back to the second segment of the situation remind of course the emotional meatball rocky stucci alongside the beautiful donna fiducia and of course the cowboy rock and roll cowboy ruggedly handsome mr don new what's up
1: I don't know where all this ruggedly handsome crap comes from, man. It makes I think me feel kind of queasy.
2: I think it's the hat. It's-
1: I mean, Livingston Scott Livingston is constantly flirting with me whenever we do shows. It's sidebar or private text message. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. I this do pretty know, pretty know what mean. you mean. No.
2: This hat is actually pretty dirty.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a uh, blonde beaver. What? <laughs> oh, you want to feel? No, like-
2: I don't want to feel it. No. <laughs>
1: I don't. Let's bring Matt Fryman back in here, big guy. All right, man. So we're talking about my smooth blonde beaver. Do you like that? <sighs> hey, you know, hat looks good.
2: <laughs> don't realize that hats are made out of beaver. So when you say that, you, you really should explain. Uh, I, I,
1: why would I say something disgusting that they didn't have anything? All right, let's because get back to the business here. Um, that Ron, before we uh, before we have Matt go over to the bus i want to show everybody this photo that ron finally got because i was trying to say there you go there you go that's in missoula montana on the 21st of may something about that doesn't even seem normal
2: no really
1: and you got to understand that these people that are out there doing this relay are humping it in this they are walking and hanging out outside including the drivers uh, are having to deal with this and neither one of those drivers signed on for this they were giving me a bunch of they were giving me a rash earlier because uh, I'd sent them into the uh, the snow hell of Montana. Um, all right, Matt, so who rides on the buses? Obviously, we've got two drivers that stay with you. And ladies and gentlemen, these drivers are doing something they normally don't do. When they go out on tours with rock and roll bands, every night they check into nice hotels, or every day. And they, they get to stay in, in super nice hotels for the most part. Not on this tour. And these drivers, I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I got drivers lining up asking me if they can do the carry the load tour the next year. And it, it's, it's that kind of a tour. I was talking to uh, Sean earlier today, and I said, uh, you know, one of the things, because this is his first time doing this tour. I said, one of the things is this, that I guarantee you will come out of this tour a changed person for the better and he knew exactly what i was talking about he started listing off gold star families that he had the opportunity to be able to spend time with walk with talk with uh talked about uh hanging out with disabled veterans he had a guy that was disabled so badly that it was a challenge for this guy this veteran to help Fill the water tank on the bus. These buses have 100-gallon fresh water tanks. This guy wanted to help. He wanted to be a part of taking a hose and putting it into a 100-gallon tank and filling that tank up. I don't know if you heard about this, Matt. This was a disabled veteran on the mountain tour, and it meant the world to him to help fill up the water tank on the bus that's how this changes my drivers for the better they come back different people matt and i just i appreciate you as a friend i appreciate you as a client but i appreciate what this type of a tour will do for eight drivers that are out there many of which are returned drivers to this because they ask to do it every year so outside of those two guys that are on that particular bus connor and hans what uh who else is in there and what all did they they do for the next or for the last 14 21 days
3: yeah so we have about uh either 6 to eight team members depending on which bus and which which tour and they're made up of a pretty diverse group of people so we have some civilians some veterans some first responders um, we have as young as 18 year olds out here with us that are um, you know in still in college and then we have some you know 40 50 60 year olds out here that Um, You know, want to come out for either a week or they're out here for the whole tour. Um, So it's really cool to be able to just see the diversity there because it's, you know, very much so mimics the diversity of our, you know, first responder military community. Um, So they're out here every day walking and or cycling, um, getting us closer to Dallas each day. Uh, So, you know, and one of the things I just want to touch on, too, is you started to mention with the drivers. That's one of the coolest things from my perspective is, you know, sometimes we'll have people that come out here that don't necessarily know why they're out here but they become a part of the mission and it becomes a part of them. And, you know, this year we have six out of the eight drivers that have done it before that wanted to come back and do it again. And they're a part of the team. They're sleeping on the bus with us. They're walking some legs. They're doing more than just driving the bus. They're a part of the team. And it's so cool for me to see because it's people that normally probably wouldn't be a part of the mission or, you know, maybe not know about the mission rather had they not been in the position that they're in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is there any way that you can walk back over there to Hans? I know he's doing something. He's noodling around back there in the bays. But um, I wanna I want to see if we can get Hans. Now he's a very humble individual, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if I can get him to do this, but you well, know, he's that. right by the Jenny too. Well, okay, let, let me let me Con- go around the
3: other side, see if I can find Connors.
1: No, hold on. I don't want Connor to do this. Want, I don't want Connor want to Hans? do what I'm about to ask you. Have Hans come over to you for a second. We'll see if we
2: What are you doing now? Hans,
1: uh, you know, I don't know if he'll do this or Hans. not. He seems a little is crabby today. Head I'm head to just like saying, him? he seems a little crabby. Oh, here it he comes. No, Hi, everybody. No, no, he's just a humble guy. All right, now. <laughs> here's what <laughs> I need you to do. Here's to what you, I need Rush. you to do, Matt. Now, uh Hans can respond by by saying this. He just can't hear me. So what I need to know is Hans is a real workout fanatic. Correct? So just we need to get yeah. Hans to ignore it. We're we're coming
3: to a question somewhere. Absolutely. I don't know where it's going, but we're coming.
1: All right. <laughs> now, Hans to tell him that we've got we've got his wife watching right now. We've got Kristen watching the show right now. And we need to know if Hans will show us those abs that he worked so hard to create. That's what we need to find out. <laughs> if this is for All Kristen. Right, so- this is not for any of the other ladies. This is just for Kristen.
3: So, so Don said we got Kristen watching, and he, he Don's asking if we can see the abs that you worked so hard to oh, create. No,
1: no. Oh, come on, Hansi. Come on, Hansi. Just for Kristen. Just for Kristen.
2: Oh, <laughs> see, man. I told
1: you, I told you, ladies and gentlemen. And see, all the ladies that are watching right now that are so disappointed. I knew that would be his response. I knew that would be. <laughs> but his Kristen response.
2: wanted to see how he's doing. To well, me, so you know? did Kristen Donna. Was. Donna wanted well, yeah. to see it too. What Donna? Heck yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I want to see all the tats he's got. He rivals you, Rocky. He's got more tats than you. So, um, but the one thing I wanted to ask you, Matt, and I—I uh, I was looking back on 2019 when we were at Rivershore Park on my phone just now. All the buses have different wraps. They're all I see you've got Arlington National Cemetery looks like on that one. Do they all have a certain theme to the to the wraps on each of the buses?
3: Yeah, so all the buses have the same kind of base layer and I'll walk you around on this other side. Um, but something that's cool about it is that each one and there's Connor. Each there was one Connor. has a different
1: Connor each one like has he's a different walk. representative
3: <laughs> <laughs> of, of either police, military, fire. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool in that sense of we're able to honor different people with each bus. Um, so each bus will kind of have the same look and feel, but we have those different individuals on each bus and we're able to honor those. Um, and some are, you know, still living and some have made the ultimate sacrifice. So it's kind of just our way of being able to honor them in that sense.
1: Now, do you ever have the opportunity for these people that are on the side of the bus that are still alive? Do you ever run into them out on the relay? Yes. Yep. That's got to be a rush yeah, so, for them to, to see themselves.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so many of those that we have on the bus are uh, individuals that have been involved with Carrier Load for for many years. Um, and so it's just such an honor for them. And they tell us like, you know, a lot of them are so humble that they don't want to be on the bus, but it's just our way of showing our appreciation for, you know, the time and the energy that they put in the Carrier Load. And then others. So we have two on this side. Um, you can see right here behind me, Stuart Wolfer and then over on the other side is Megan McClung. So they have both uh, made development sacrifice. Uh, Megan McClung, we have ran into countless individuals and families that have seen her side, seen her on the side of the bus and said, oh, she was my roommate. Oh, I serve with her. And it just uh-huh. means so much to them to be able to see her on there and bring back those connections and those times that they were able to spend with her. Um, so that's been even cool for me. And so Megan is actually on all four of the buses And we've had those encounters on every single bus.
2: Wow. Wow. How do you pick the people that you, I mean, obviously there's so many people who've made the ultimate sacrifice, especially since nine 11 recently. How do you pick those people?
3: Yeah. And that's, that's the hard thing about it is there are so many people that we want to honor. Um, And obviously the bus only has so much real estate. Um, So it's tough to figure out who those individuals are that we want to be able to honor this year. Um, We try to just, you know, kind of, make our best decisions, uh, based on, you know, kind of who we've been able to come in contact with that year. And, um, Megan McClung, one of our, um, longtime ambassadors to care to load serve with her. And, you know, he wanted to have a storyboard on her, storyboard on her. So we were able to have a storyboard and it just kind of one thing led to another. And we wanted to honor her on the bus this year.
1: I received a photograph from Joe Kraft, who is out on the, midwest tour and he's a marine driver with us and he sent me a picture last night of an elderly medal of honor winner signing the carry the load flag and i thought that was just too cool and it just hit me you know that here you've got this guy i don't know what war he served in but he's older he's much he's got to be the age of my dad he's got to be in his 80s the medal of honor it it would have been
3: it would have been woody williams the oldest that's it Middle of honor.
1: That's yep. him. 97th. Wow. Wow. Well, he's older than my dad <laughs> by 10 Man, years. He's
2: almost 100, and, and we're thinking he's in his 80s. And he's so out so there signing flags.
1: Him. So uh, none of us have excuses, ladies and gentlemen. No. None of us do. That's All right. Fine. We got we got about 15, 16 minutes left here. Can you circle the bus one more time? Talk about uh, yeah. maybe even the back end of it that's, that's back there. Also, I remember yeah. the year that there were so many Dallas cops that were killed. One year you did all, you know, the buses featured them and honored them as well.
3: Yeah, that was in 2017 was the Dallas 5. Yeah, so the back of the bus is probably one of the coolest parts, uh, especially for the police and fire that we're able to uh, feature. Um, So as you can see, we have all the patches, uh, not all the patches, but a lot of the patches from the different departments that we, uh, you know, stopped by as a part of the relay. So the cool thing about that is those are specific to each route. So all those patches that you see on there are East Coast patches, and then on the West Coast bus, those are you know, L A F D stuff like that. So um, it's it's a really cool thing to be able to have those, and departments love seeing their patch on the back of the bus.
0: You know, I right, think top, you know, and, right and Don here. and Don. Let's let me throw this in really quick. Is that I don't think people you know after hearing everything you just said, Matt and Don. I don't think people really realize the work it takes to putting those wraps together because every inch of those wraps means something.
2: Yeah.
1: It's incredible. Well, Matt, Matt termed it perfectly when he said, we've only got so much real estate to work with. Yeah. And designing wraps is super difficult. Hat tip goes out to your design crew along with all the great guys at uh, Adnormous Graphics who do these wraps every year um right behind you matt are three guys that have their backs facing us and that was a real important part of this year's design can you explain what's going on with that
3: yeah absolutely and i'm trying to get my head out of the shot so um the guy in the cowboy hat is dill driscoll the guy in the middle is clint bruce and the guy on the right with care load flag is Stephen Hawley. So Clint, Bruce, and Stephen Hawley are the co-founders. So they're both veteran Navy SEALs. They're the reason why this walk and this relay kind of exists. Um, Clint was at a Memorial Day barbecue and just was missing his friends. And he wanted to do something, so he just started walking. And from him just starting walking and taking those first steps, this has blossomed into a 15,500-mile um, relay. So and Dill Driscoll, the guy in the cowboy hat, he is kind of the creator of the format of the design of the national relay so dill was the first one to put together hey we're going to walk from a to b and then b to c and we're going to make all these different points um so with this being our decade of honor we wanted to pay homage to those three uh for again really just taking the first step each in their own right because uh, it kind of launched us to where we're at now
0: what does clint have it hanging off uh, his back there so uh, like a piece it's of fire, fire hose. Fire hose. no
3: fire
2: no, no, hose.
0: no 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 uh clint right in the middle there what's hanging off there what oh, does that say there you go.
3: So so he's got a bib, and I'm sorry about the generator. So he's got a fire hose and a bib of who he's carrying, and it says the sons and daughters of my friends.
2: Oh. Because and that's he did that's say, who Flyn I mean, carries. Yep, in the video that we have of him, and he's explaining it. And the guy just said to him when he took that initial walk, son, you know, who are you carrying? And and that and it's just gone on from there. Um, Matt, tell people how they can follow every single leg of this tour and I um, that's what's really great about it too is they can follow you online if they can't actually go there and walk they can certainly donate or do whatever they can to try to help out
3: yeah so care is our website so for any and all information that's the place to go to so all of our routes and all of the different exchange points so the point a's and point b's that we're walking to is up on our uh, website so care um, from there, you can participate with us. You can donate. You can sign up to volunteer. Um, it just has so much information on there about who our nonprofits are, who our sponsors are, where our routes cover. Um, that's the best place to go to if you want to get involved with us and, um, you know, come out and walk with us and, you know, show your appreciation of the sacrifices that the men and women of our military and first responders are making every day.
0: Man, I want to share really quick. Um, it, the first time uh, that I experienced Carry the Load, brother um, – I met Don Nguyen and Donna Fiducia and Ron Phillips, and we were with some other people when we went down there. We're, down, we're in the, at the park in Dallas. And I, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm over emotional sometimes, but I, I take a lot of pride in my emotions, right? But when I seen people walking in, is it Revishon Park? Revishon Park. When I seen people walking yep. into Revishon Park, and I seen amputees walking in with weighted backpacks, and they had a bunch of names on their back, you know, I don't know. Uh, if I can't speak for everybody else and like, again, I'm, I'm getting literal chills right now. Just thinking about it. That's, that's the most important part of the recognition that these people deserve is that they buried people that they consider brothers or sisters. This guy, I I'll never forget him. He had, he was an amputee. He was walking in there and he came right up to us and, and like we knew him forever and he talked with us, he shared his story and you know. It's almost like a Hollywood movie with some of these guys go through it. And most people in society, hopefully they don't ever have to go through what, you know, what a lot of these soldiers have gone through, uh, you know, overseas or law enforcement and firefighters in this country. Uh, but, man, I tell you, it, it was a, such an overwhelming experience that I had. And I urge people to get down there to feel this because. It's just going to sound kind of weird, but it's a spiritual experience. It's, it's a life awakening experience. And, and our gratitude to you, the entire organization, every single person that pushes us the entire year, brother, we could not thank you enough.
3: Oh, uh, well, well, thank you. And it, it's in our, our absolute pleasure. And I think that's one of the coolest things about Carry to Load is that there's something in it for everyone. So there's a lot of veterans and, you know, veterans of the law enforcement or firefighters, or the fire department rather, that need to be out here with us, that this is a form of therapy for them. They get to walk and talk and share stories of their friends, of their loved ones that they lost. And then there's guys like me who didn't serve and I get to help carry those burdens and carry those stories You know, all the way to Dallas, Texas. Um, so again, it, like like Rocky said, it, it's truly an emotional thing that it's so hard to fully grasp until you come out and experience it for yourself. That's right. And then once you do that once, you'll never stop coming back.
0: That's right.
1: Matt, over the years, how much has carry the load raised?
3: Where are I, think, you at? Uh, you know? I think I think we've gotten a twenty six, uh roughly twenty-six million um Ooh, as of twenty twenty. And I know this year our goal for Memorial May for twenty twenty one was one point two five million dollars. And last I looked we were around like one point one seven. So we've almost raised another one point two million dollars already this year, and we wow. still got a little bit of a what a week left in May, a little over a week.
2: Yeah, a little over a week. You know, I remember. I remember when it
1: was a big deal that you hit seven million. Yeah. You know, I remember going, yeah, "Yeah, seven million, yeah. And you're at twenty six million. All right, we got less than ten minutes left. You want to give us a tour of uh, of what you roll around in and how you live out there on the road? Because a lot of people that are watching have never been inside of a rock and roll bus before. And, ladies and gentlemen, you got to remember. What goes on in the bus stays, stays in the, the bus. bus. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Woo! You, are, you are about to have. And by the way, I believe this is the bus that Rocky and Ron are going to be riding to Atlanta in, if I'm not mistaken. We're going to stick them in the bay and let them come back to Atlanta with us.
3: All right. So this one's actually empty currently because everybody's off getting showers. But, yeah, like I said, it, it's such a nice setup Go for safe. us. Um, so we appreciate Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we got a kind of our, our front living area here. So we got plenty of couches to sit on. Um, you got a fridge, you know, pretty much everything that we need short of an oven on here. I uh, got a microwave, got a nice little restroom in here that, you know, gets utilized a little bit. And then past that, I'm going to step out of the way here. So we got our bunk room. So we got 12 bunks in total. And this is where our team sleeps, as you can see. I mean, they're not, you know, they're, they're plenty spacious, um, but it's no king size bed by any means um and then a little further back past that we got a back office you can see we kind of use this as storage for our team um again we're out here for 28 days on this bus so there's plenty of uh clothes that we got to have so um definitely need the storage there so it's uh it's not bad living by any means i can tell you that much um we get taken care of on this bus for sure oh
1: well the this is how the bands travel ladies and gentlemen they got 12 of them in there sometimes it's three or four band members six crew members sometimes it's a full house in there with all crew and you end up having multiple buses but this is how they live and everybody thinks that rock stars live the great life until you fit 12 of them in a 45-foot tube and that's when you start going man where's the real estate That's
2: when you find out who your
1: friends are true yeah true
3: and, and out here and that, you gotta remember we're walking and we're walking sweating it's not
1: you know, you i'm gonna little, guess it's kind of yeah. ripe in there
2: yeah. <laughs> you know uh, and that's <laughs> what I, just, before the, just before the break i was gonna say do you realize that the covered wagons when they were going west maybe horse-drawn covered wagons maybe did 15 miles a day and uh you guys still top that you know obviously you're walking but you even top that and and it's um it's amazing how much real estate you can cover, and yet it's a relay and it means so much. I don't wanna to get um, too political here, but given how the climate has changed since uh, you, cause last year, obviously with COVID, it was only a virtual um, walkathon. But what is happening as far as the police and the first responders and the firefighters that you've talked to, obviously the people who are partaking in this really back the blue. But um, has it been a little contentious at all?
3: No, I mean, we've had nothing but, you know, support from our our police and fire. Yeah. So things have been great as far as that regard. Um, It's been amazing to be able to stop by their stations. Um, Like I said, we're stopped at our fire department right now, grabbing some showers for our team. So, you know, COVID kind of definitely has its hiccups. And, you know, we've had to work around that a little bit. But in terms of support, it hasn't changed a thing um these guys and gals have been you know fantastic out here for us
2: well i knew the support would be great i'm just wondering Let if me the police ask you are this some bad I, I
1: remember a few years ago and i believe this was prior to 2016 you guys came through Athens Georgia and walked around the campus in Athens and didn't get a good reception from some of these woke schmucks that are hanging out on some of the campuses Now, if you don't wanna get into that, that's fine. But I recall hearing that there was uh, not a real warm welcome to the patriotism that you guys were bringing through the University of Georgia.
3: Well, there's been a time or two to where, uh, you know, again, people haven't responded the greatest, but I think normally it's out of, they don't really know what we're doing. Um, Once Mm -hmm. they, you know, stop and ask, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're able to listen to explain, hey, we're out here walking on our military responders. It's hard to have an issue with that. And most yeah. people, once they hear what we're actually doing, kind of back down, be like, oh, all right, cool. Good for you guys. It's just before that, they just see the American flag and they associate that with whatever they want in their mind. Yeah. And it's um, oftentimes not any close to what we're doing and why we're doing what we're doing.
1: Well, yeah. what you're doing is truly apolitical. Yeah. I mean, I you know don't exactly. you guys you guys don't lean one way or the other in whatever you're doing. You're supporting law enforcement veterans first responders and the families that have lost those individuals and anybody that doesn't support this needs to move away from the united states as far as i'm concerned Hmm. but that's my opinion right so matt um
0: now we're literally getting close to memorial weekend where you guys the final leg of the journey is going to be in dallas texas um Now, it's a whole weekend event for Memorial Weekend. Please let everybody know who is listening that wants to go down there. Explain to them what goes on here in Dallas.
3: Yeah, come out to Dallas and join us. So whenever the relay ends, all four routes will converge at Riversham Park in downtown Dallas. And that'll kick off our Dallas Memorial March. So it is a 20-hour event at Riversham Park where we're just doing the same thing that we're doing on the relay. We're walking and talking. Um, obviously, it's Memorial Day, so we're more focused on honoring those that made the ultimate sacrifice in the military. Mm-hmm. But it's a family event, so you can come out and walk with us, um, bring your kids. There's bounce houses. There's plenty of stuff to do. And it's just, again, all to be together, kind of have that community, and walk and talk and share that common mission. Um, so, again, care is the best place to find information on it as well. The Dallas Memorial March starts Sunday at opening ceremonies are 3 p.m., and it'll run all the way through 20 hours overnight, and we'll conclude Monday afternoon on Memorial Day at about 1 p.m. We walk this year will be 20 hours, 21 minutes.
0: Mm. Now I was talking with Dana, and uh, you're uh, you're going to have something going on in Fort Worth as well. I think the prior day, correct?
3: Correct. Yeah, our relay will uh, West Coast will come through Fort Worth on Saturday. Okay. All right.
2: So go to CarryTheLoad.org. It's certainly not too late to participate. Find out where these buses are and join them. Walk with them. Meet everybody. And the camaraderie is just great. It really is. So just go to CarryTheLoad.org. And again, donate what you can. But uh, it's just a great organization. What's really wonderful about it, as you said early on, Matt, is that uh, pretty much everything goes for the cause, which is... You know, can't be said for a lot of these nonprofit organizations.
1: Well, one of the one of the organizations that I'm particularly fond of that you work with is 22 Kill, and I find that to be a a great organization. Are you guys doing anything? Uh, if I remember, there was there were uh, things that you guys did specifically for 22 Kill. On one of the tours from a few years ago, are you guys still doing anything specific for them out on this on on this relay?
3: Not anything specific, but they're one of our beneficiaries, so they always come out in full force. Um, you
1: know, I remember, a lot of the I remember stops. like 22 explain pushups is, and things. Yep. Quick,
2: explain what
3: 22 that, kill is, real
1: yep. All right, you so want 22 to explain? Kill. What 22 I, can, kill is? I can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yep. So 22Kill is a uh, nonprofit organization and they are centered around preventing veteran suicide. So the name 22Kill comes from the average, I believe it's still accurate, but the average of 22 veterans commit suicide every day. And so their goal as an organization is to lower that number and to, you know, provide different resources to provide help to those that are, you know, struggling um, from their PTS or, you know, whatever else maybe from their deployments. So in years past, we've definitely been able to do 22 push-ups. I know still to this day, the West Coast Relay will stop at a lot of fire departments and they'll do 22 push-ups with some of the guys on shift just to, you know, a way to wait, raise awareness around what they're doing and about that number because a lot of people don't know that number. And that's no, staggering. 22 a day. It's
2: staggering. It's is- ridiculous. And, and we're car- carrying it. Wow. I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to. We care more about illegals crossing the border right now than we care about our veterans, and this has to stop. org, Matt, this is just awesome. Uh, Unfortunately, we've already come to the end of the show, though.
0: Yeah. Hey, I also want to give uh, Dan Lombardo from 22Kill a uh, big shout-out as well. He's a good friend of mine. He lives right literally down the street from me here uh, 20, from 22Kill. Matt Fryman, brother, you know what? An hour is a long time for somebody as busy as you, and we could not Thank appreciate you. your time. Uh, I mean, so yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for your time, brother. It's a long it's a long interview, and we're grateful because there's a lot to talk about and a lot to cover Give our love and blessings to everybody. I look forward to seeing you in Dallas, my friend. And uh, our hats off. Ladies and gentlemen, carrythelode.org. Carrythelode.org. Get over there. Help them reach their goal really quick. Getvervenow.com. CBD, V-Tape, Recovery Cream, and of course, Don Newman's famous eye cream. You can get it now. Just go to getvervenow.com. Getvervenow.com. On behalf of Don Newman, Donna Fiducia, and of course, our brother, Matt Fryman. I am Rocky Stucci. This has been a Pinnacle Broadcasting Productions. Until tomorrow night, everybody. Good night, everybody.
1: Thank you, Matt.